the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Money Monday on the Bruce Hooley Show on The Answer means a chance for us to get smarter when it comes to our retirement, planning for retirement, and making purposeful investments with Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management. Aptus is located in the Lewis Center, very easy to get a hold of on the web at aptuswealth.com. That's A-P-T-U-S. Via the phone, 614-917-1040. Josh, thanks for your time today. Looking forward to talking to you about the markets, which are up big today, and a week ago we were talking and they were down big. So I guess that's volatility, or is that you know just a course correction in your mind? Uh, I don't think it really speaks to any long-term trends, but I think you know we've been talking about this for a long time, that volatility is probably amongst us. Not always a bad thing. Uh, there's volatile markets that go up and volatile markets that go down. I think the real decision is, are we headed up for the long-term trend or down? And I think in the long term, you know, it always goes up. But what does long term mean and what is a short term trend? I, I think, yeah. you know, over the next few years, it could be a pretty rocky time. So I think as we look at most people who are somewhat over leveraged these days, it seems like in the market one way or the other, I, I run into a lot of people that have way too much money exposure in the market for their age or situation and some that are dramatically still holding off from way back in the 08, 09 days, which need to be pushed back a little bit more. Uh, so I think, you know, if you're looking at retirement for two or three years from now, you probably want to take now as a good opportunity to reevaluate, you know, how much money do I have in the market? Is that the right place to be? Not because I think 10 years from now you won't be happy, but I think we're in for some bumpy times. And that's not something new, Bruce, but something that after we're coming off of, well, not necessarily coming off of, but after we've experienced a uh, bull run like we've had, it's probably a good time to, to look at some repositioning. Josh Pick is our guest, and Josh hosts the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show here on The Answer, 4 p.m. Saturdays. You can get a hold of Aptus Wealth Management at 614-917-1040, aptuswealth.com. You'll get a $25 gift card to patronize a local business. The free consultation will make you more aware of planning for retirement. And you mentioned long-term, Josh. I wonder, uh, is long-term always like defined by however long you have before retirement, or has people's idea of a long-term investment changed over the years? Has long-term ceased to be what long-term used to be? Uh, it is not, um, and that's not because it shouldn't be. It's because uh, just as a culture, I guess, uh, investor pool, uh, the amount of information that we're given, and just our innate desire to want to beat the person next to us, uh, long-term it seems like somebody will come in and say, oh, I'm a long-term investor, I'm looking at 10 to 15 years but they'll try and make decisions after six months. Um, so, you know, unfortunately, and there's been a lot of studies done on this, that uh, our own greatest enemy most times is ourselves, which is why I think, you know, there's several ways that you can invest in the market. You can buy and hold, which I think sometimes our psyche prevents us from doing. Uh, you can do the Vanguard method, you know, that uh, Mr. Bogle was so famous for, where you just buy the index. Time in the market is better than, than time out, and you mm -hmm. just keep your expenses low. 
or you can be a tactical investor. And I think, you know, as we're entering into volatile times, that has some uh, significant value. And not because I think tactical investing is going to be the way to, you know, drastically outpacing the market over the long run, but I think it's a way that you can control investor emotion. And there's no question that having money in the market to some capacity in the long run is better than not having any at all. And if we can limit volatility through tactical and rules-based investing and keep clients in the market during volatile times, that's far better than jumping in at the, at the height and selling at the loss and riding volatility and getting out in 2009 and then deciding, well, maybe it's a good time to get back in today. Uh, you know, I see that a lot. And unfortunately, there's only one thing worse than not being in the market, and that's trying to time the market. <laughs> It never works out. Yeah, it certainly doesn't. Josh Pick is our guest. Josh and the Aptus Wealth team stand ready to help you plan for your retirement and to educate you as to why these kinds of volatile reactions are not always, and in fact, seldom are, smart decisions to make. And you can get a lot smarter by meeting with Josh and his team. Arrange that meeting, a free consultation. Get a $25 gift card for local businesses, 614-917-1040 or aptuswealth.com. You know, that volatility, we've talked before, Josh, about Elon Musk tweets this, or Bill Gates says this, or whatever. And I'm looking this week, we got, I think, about a third of the S&P 500 are going to report their quarterly results this week. And I think you and I have chatted before about most of the gains of the market last year were tied up in a small number of companies. And I think among those companies, I'm not sure if all of these were in there, but I'm I know Apple, Facebook, and Amazon had some role in there, and and those three are going to report their quarterly results this week, which seems to me to be tailor-made toward another one of those, oh my goodness, up or down kind of reactions as people are going to make a big fuss out of something like a quarterly result. Uh, They will, and uh, I'll get a a certain number of calls from clients to say, you know, should we buy just before the release of the news, or what should we do? And I think it's it's important not to lose sight of the fact that buying a stock is not gambling. You are investing in the profitability mm. over hopefully over the long run of a company. And you know my opinion of, of you know Amazon, Apple, the companies that you just mentioned was there'd be a very bright future there. So regardless of what happens in the in the short run, view these companies as are they good long term holds. Now the, the problem is you know if you look back at 1999, Microsoft was one of those companies last year, but they were also one of the companies in 1999 that set records. And when the dot com bubble burst, it took a long, long time for Microsoft to get back even. So I think a lot of times what people are trying to do is time uh, getting out or getting in so that they don't experience these long lulls of volatility, which is why it's so important to have a rules based approach. All the things we've talked about. Uh, over the years, you know, you should not time uh, with one or two stocks. You should have more diversity than that. Yeah, no doubt. And that kind of approach is something that you can be educated on and understand the nuance of why it makes sense. After you meet with Josh and his team at Aptus Wealth Management, they are online at aptuswealth.com. That's A-P-T-U-S. Their phone number is 614-917-1040. Physical location in Lewis Center, and it's a great opportunity for you to have that uh, free consultation, no obligation, get a $25 gift card to a local restaurant, help our local businesses out, and get smarter at the same time. You know, those companies, that, as they've grown over the years, uh, the dot-com companies, some of them, the ones that survived, have now begun, begun to take on a bigger role in the picture of the whole market. And we've chatted some here about the volatility of Bitcoin, about the... Uh, get-rich-quick aspect of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies in general. I don't want to limit it to just Bitcoin. 
And I'm wondering, have cryptocurrencies advanced to or are they advancing to a point where they're becoming embedded throughout the system? They're not just a niche buy. Like maybe do banks have them or do big uh, firms own positions in them now where if crypto becomes volatile, it's not just that small number of people who, you know, the Mark Cubans of the world who may own crypto, but it affects the whole market, even though not everybody in the market, it would touch, say, someone who doesn't have any position in it, but it would have an impact on the whole entire picture such that it would impact everyone. I don't think we're there yet, but I think we're real close. Um, I don't know that you know, crypto has reached a level where it would affect large institutions, banks, et cetera, to the, to the degree that I think you're, you're talking about. But what I do know is that cryptocurrencies, particularly uh, the larger names that you're aware of, the, the Bitcoins, the Ethereums, et cetera, are starting to make their way into technology funds, meaning like disruptive technology funds, which there are a lot of them. And they're starting to take significant positions in Bitcoin and crypto as a whole. So what impact could that have? We're not talking about, you know, a $2 million fund. We're talking about, you know, separately managed accounts that are managing $50, $100 billion. Well, if they have a 5% position, and we're talking about a $100 billion fund, and there's many of those, that could certainly move the needle uh, for the average investor that may not even know that Bitcoin is a part of those portfolios. So um, I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily, but I think that by looking at that, we're starting to see the acceptance occurring. And by acceptance, meaning this is a realistic, um, it, this isn't one of those, you know, we're going to, uh, it, it, it's not just a cool fad anymore. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. a, a real, real living, breathing thing that looks like it's going to have quite a tenure. It's going to be around for a long time. So I, I think if there was a catastrophic fail there, uh, it could have a rippling effect throughout many industries and, and definitely through people's portfolios that might not even know they hold the position to begin with. Well, and this, folks, is why it's really smart to have someone who's on top of the situation like Josh Pick and the Aptus Wealth team because you never know what new thing is going to become an embedded thing or when what was significant ceases to be as significant. Retirement is something you don't want to mess with. It's something you don't want to get surprised by. Josh Pick and the Aptus Wealth team specialize in preparing you for retirement. You can meet with them, a free consultation, get a $25 gift card to patronize a local business for your time. But you're going to get so much smarter and understand it and feel so much better about the future, which can be a scary prospect if you're just winging it on your own and basing your knowledge about what you read in the latest headlines or whatever your sources are. So they're very easy to reach, 614-917-1040. AptusWealth.com is the website, A-P-T-U-S. Listen to Josh and the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show Saturdays at 4 p.m. And catch him every night, every Monday night, rather, 6.06 here on the Bruce Hooley Show for Money Monday. Josh, as always, uh, really appreciate your time, your input. You make it all so easy to understand, and I thank you for visiting with us tonight. You as well. Thanks. Always a pleasure. Bruce Hooley Show on the answer, Olympics underway team usa i used to get very geeked out about team usa my guess is you did too now it's a more complicated conversation isn't it i feel bad but nevertheless will confess that i am rooting against team usa 
in both men's basketball and women's soccer. Why? Because I don't find them to be representatives who feel the way about the uniform they're wearing that I would feel if I were wearing that uniform. Uh, The U.S. women's national soccer team does nothing but complain about everything. It's pay, America, systemic racism, this, that, the other. And so I delighted in their 3 nothing loss to Sweden in the first game of the Olympics. Um, not happy that they won their second game easily. I would love to see them lose again in the, medal, in the uh, preliminary round and not medal. Likewise, the USA men's basketball team is coached by Greg Popovich of the San Antonio Spurs, who's a military veteran. And I would thank him for his service, except that every time he opens his mouth, he runs down our country. Now, if you're going to wear the uniform of the United States of America, I think you should be able to, if not extol the virtues of the United States of America, at least not be speaking against the country whose uniform you are wearing during the Olympics. Now, I did not say that I'm rooting against the USA women's basketball team. And the reason I'm not is because, while some people see this as disingenuous, even cowardly, the USA women's basketball team members, who as members of the WNBA have remained in the locker room all season long or knelt during the national anthem, have chosen during the Olympics to stand for the anthem and link arms during the anthem. Now, is this a hypocritical stance? Some would say yes. Sue Bird, who carried the flag in the opening ceremonies, which was a stupid decision by the athletes electing her, says she sees no inconsistency in being someone who stays in the locker room during the regular season and now during the Olympics, waving the flag, being the flag bearer, and standing for the anthem during women's basketball game. She says, you're wearing USA jerseys, and it does change the conversation a little bit and what you're representing. I don't feel like a hypocrite in any way. Everyone knows where we stand. I don't think it contradicts anything since we're actually doing the work. I'm open to being moved off this spot, but for now, I'm willing to accept that as a grudging allowance for the fact that She's at least being respectful of the United States of America. I'm here. I'm representing Team USA. There are a lot of people in my home country that has made me ridiculously wealthy in a sport that draws essentially no fans. (laughs) She's had a pretty good life being celebrated as a women's basketball player first at Connecticut and now in the pro ranks, even though women's basketball attendance is very, very, very paltry. I wonder how that's going over at home. Aaron, are you aware of who Sue Bird, I'm not sure how they delineate this, 
uh, whether Sue Bird's husband or wife is Megan Rapino. Did you know that the two of them are a couple? No, I did not. Yes, they are a couple. They're engaged. Um, so, I purple-haired, pink-haired, whatever it is, Megan Rapino. Uh, I wonder what she thinks of Sue Bird not disrespecting the anthem when given the platform and opportunity to do so. Uh, but I just don't have the same excitement. I used to just ache to watch the Summer Olympics. Love the track, love the swimming. Viewership on the opening ceremonies would indicate that I am not alone in my (laughs) uh, tepid reception of Olympic programming on my television screen here in the summer. 16.7 million people watched the opening ceremonies. That is down 37% from 2016. It is down 59% from 2012. So there are a lot of people out there, like me, like you, who don't think we live in a crappy country. There are a lot of people out there like you and me who realize that this is, despite its flaws, the only country that would openly confront said flaws and pledge and purpose to do better, and that there is no better option right now. Would you want to live in Canada and be locked inside your house all the time? Would you like to live in Russia or China or somewhere in Africa or Europe? No, 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 and no. This is the place. This is where other people endeavor to go and be and thrive and survive and achieve. And it is the only place where anybody can do it. No matter what lies you are told about how people are held down because of the color of their skin or their upbringing or anything else. There are far too many exceptions to those lies about America. And we all can cite, every single person in America can cite a Ben Carson story or some other example of someone who ascended from nothing to something and beyond something. And this is the only country where that is possible. No matter who you are, no matter where you were born, no matter what ethnicity you are, this is the only country where that is possible to be done. And so, if you wear that uniform, if you are gifted with the skill and talent and ability to wear that uniform, then you should, at minimum, and I would acknowledge that the women's basketball team is doing the minimum, not embarrass that uniform with your behavior while wearing it. But Greg Popovich and the men's team Too much water under that bridge of hating America for me to give them any kind of my support during the Olympics. Speaking of support, if you're a business owner, you're looking for support. You're looking for somebody who can help you thrive in your business, not just survive in your business. AUINFO.com is where you need to land. Their website, AUINFO.com. You'll go instantly. You'll be greeted by someone with a question for you on chat, which is, how can I help you? Because that is what AUINFO.com is all about, helping you. Maximize your expenditures on benefits for your employees, getting smarter, training your employees in HR matters, becoming wiser yourself as the state regulations and how to handle the ticklish situations that come up in the middle of, oh, I don't know, global pandemic. And the price is right, my friend. It is free to you, but not free to those people that AUI puts you in contact with who you 
may have interest in pursuing a relationship in terms of providing benefits for your employees. So you'll pay, of course, for benefits, but AUI will be paid by the firm that you select from the options that they give you. AUIinfo.com, great people with a great approach to serving others. Can't go wrong when you put others first, and that is what Chrissy and the AUI team do. So if you're a small business with two to 50 employees and you need someone who understands your challenges but also can offer you suggestions and guidance and insight and inspiration, it's auinfo.com, auinfo.com. Now, the renaming of a Major League Baseball team would not seem to have anything to do with the spiking crime wave in our country, but I will disprove that next. 